Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's shaking, Allie? Not much, Quint. Back-to-back uh, episodes. Booyah. Back-to-back. We still, still don't have here. an update on your whitewater rafting because we're still sitting in the same spot. We were 20 minutes ago. That's true. If you hear from me after this episode, I made it. Yeah, you'll make That's it. Fair. You won't. You'll make it. It's you'll be a legitimate guide. You'll be, it'll be fine. Um, Quint, what's new in the garden? Do you have anything coming up in the fall? Does anything no, I'm not a fall harvest planter. in the fall? No, I'm sure. Well, there's a lot, but I don't do it. I'm gardened out. I mean, we're... We have uh, we harvested potatoes. They're phenomenal. I'm working on keeping them. If any of you out there have amazing tips on how to keep to potatoes throughout the winter, please let me know. I know cool, dark place, cover them up. I got all that. But if you like, have a hack. You know, like include garlic cloves, and then they'll never go bad. Or whatever. Hmm. I need to know that. That's what I need to know. The other thing I need to know is how to keep weeds out of my garden. Holy cow! My garden's now full of weeds. I was gone for a couple weeks, and it's like overrun with weeds. But tomatoes have been amazing. Cucumbers, I've already canned. Pickles, which I just love. I'm a pickle fanatic. Peppers, I got peppers coming out my ears. I mean, it's unbelievable. And I got I planted these chili peppers this year, and they're hot. They are hot. Really? Yeah, I love a good fantastic. hot pepper. Yeah, I need to use them in my Thai dish. Although my basil plant lost control. Like, I lost control of it. It doesn't even look like a basil plant now, so I have to go actually buy basil, which pains me. Because I had a million leaves to pick. Mm. I can't keep those good either. I mean, did you buy them from the same guy who sold Jack his beanstalk bean? You're buying herbs like the rest of us. Yes. All right. What a shame. Uh, housekeeping. This podcast and others sponsored by Jewel Financial. J-O-U-L-E financial.com. Visit us on the web. Learn more about our services. If you're out there and you're in a unique situation... And listen, our our demographics of our podcast are all over the map. Somebody asked me the other day, well, who do you reach? I'm like, I don't know, the 25-year-old and the 55-year-old. We're all over the map. But if you have a situation, wherever you are, we work with folks almost in all 50 states, and you are going, I need a second opinion, or maybe I'm not getting the service I need, hit us up. We'd love to have a Zoom call, learn more about your situation, and I will be frank. If it – no, I will be Quint. It will not – if it does not <laughs> That fit, was dumb. I know. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? It's a dad joke. If it does not fit, if it's not a fit, we will be honest. And and so will you. You'll be like, eh, this isn't for us. So that's, uh, yeah, that's our sponsor. Send us those questions, podcast at DIYmoney.org. If you're a new listener, these are audio questions that we take from listeners. Then if we use it, we will send you a $25 Amazon gift card. Hit us up on your phone. Just click on the voice memo. Send it to podcast at DIYmoney.org. And that's exactly what Willie did. Willie, what do you got? DIY! Hey guys, this is Willie from Minnesota. Um, love the show. Recently I was reading in the comment section, which I know is dangerous, of a financial article. And they had talked about common stocks and preferred stocks. And the commenter was making the case that preferred stocks are a better option. Uh, been doing a little reading and... I don't really see a massive difference between the two. I'm wondering if you guys could kind of enlighten us on the difference and pros and cons of each. I'd appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Okay. This is an interesting uh, question. I don't think we've ever really talked about this before because 
it's not very popular. And I'm I'm very curious why Willie has started to go down this. Did you read an article? Did somebody approach you about it? You know, there's themes that transpire throughout investing, and you'll hear more about them. You know, obviously, we went through a, a crypto phase where everybody was into these crypto-type stocks or, you know, crypto coins or whatever. And then we went through a high-growth phase. and every, We went through a cannabis phase where everybody was, like, buying out cannabis stocks, and that was the greatest thing. All right, all right, all right. We've gone through bond phases where, you know, oh, my goodness, high-yield bonds. Or we've gone through an oil phase. And I'm curious if this becomes a new—I've not heard of this. I mean, I— Preferred stocks have been around for a very long time, but I've not heard about this being a theme. But I'm curious if that is, you know, happening out there. I, I will, we'll certain, certainly soon see. First of all, it's under, uh, it's important to understand why a company has preferred stock, what what it is, what the kind of basis is behind it, and it all has to do with ownership rights of a company. So when you loan money to a company, that's you are buying the bond, and you have the sort of first right of ownership should the company have financial problems. You are a liability. You are a creditor holder. You're not a liability, but you hold a liability on the company. You are a creditor to the company. So when a company goes through financial hardship, if they are, let's say, going into bankruptcy or they need to be liquidated or whatever it may be, you have the first right beyond uh, the short-term liabilities of the company. So, And if they're wiped out, meaning the accounts payable are wiped out, then you have the ability uh, to go in there and and, uh, be the owner of what's left. That's the first right. It is the less risky right. Therefore, you get a coupon payment and you get a maturity of the bond at that time. That's just basically how, how we'll leave it there. The second is a preferred equity holder. Now, not every company has preferred shares. And... The preferred shares is often used as an equity, as a, as a way to, to, for the company to gain capital without diluting their existing common stock share base. So they might offer push preferred shares. They often have a set coupon or interest payment or dividend really attached to it. However, it does not fluctuate typically with the intrinsic value of the company. So as the company valuation grows, this is the biggest detriment, you are not getting the growth rate per se. And I know there's a lot of caveats. I know I've got financial people out there going, well, no, wait a second, it's not entirely true. I'm not going to teach the textbook on this. If you want to do that, we can have another conversation. But you're not going to get the intrinsic value growth of the company. You are going to be the second type creditor in the line of creditors, which basically means you're going to get nothing. You're going to get a dividend type, uh, a, a common, uh, shoot, I want to use my words care- carefully, a dividend payment, but often your growth is going to be capped. You might get some appreciation, not a lot, uh, and you're not going to participate with the overall success of the company. And more than likely, if they go through difficult time periods, the stock or the, the preferred shares aren't going to drop considerably either. The third and final and most common, quote honest, honestly, is common stock ownership. What's the benefit? Well, you participate in the 
growth, hopefully, and the intrinsic value of the company. Meaning, if a company is profitable, they will often reinvest a lot of that profit into the business. The intrinsic value grows of the business, and hopefully over time, your common share uh, price appreciates as well. If you are an investor looking for growth in a company, I strongly encourage investing in the common stock. Now, most of our episodes, I just encourage buying the S&P 500. But if you own the S&P 500, you own the common stock in a lot of these companies. If, however, you're not a long-term investor and you are just seeking interest, instead of corporate, I personally just would say stick with treasuries or municipal bonds and forget it altogether. Because, again, there is risk in the corporate bond market and if you are not capable of evaluating the financials of that underlying company, you shouldn't avoid you should avoid the bond market just as much as you avoid the stock market. Preferreds are interesting. This is the last thing I'll say, and these are for the more, I would say, astute investors out there. There are times, especially when we go through financial sort of banking issues in our country, because a lot of preferred stocks are among banks, where all of a sudden, preferred stocks, the value trades significantly below where they should be. Often, for whatever reason, these preferred shares are set at around $25. And let's say they're selling at $20, $19. Maybe there's some you know, risk of, of, of uh, liquidation or stress in the financial system. And there are rare instances. I do not advise this. I mean, I just know it, know that this is out there, but I do not advise doing this. But there are rare instances where... The preferred stocks, there's a dislocation in price, and you can invest in them, and you can obviously get a good dividend payment, and you can have kind of appreciation as it gets back to the par value of the preferred stock. But I just don't advise it. I wouldn't do it. I don't do it. I wouldn't do it. I What say you, Allie? Where, where are you going with this one? Well, Quint. This was an interesting question, and I actually have been reading a lot about this as well, not because I'm reading the comments section, but from a textbook studying perspective, learning all the intricacies, there are a couple like textbook definitions, which truly is probably all I can offer to this question, because I have owned a grand total of zero preferred stocks in my lifetime. So maybe that needs to change. I don't know. <laughs> But from a textbook perspective, the other thing that is important to mention as a big difference is the preferred stock doesn't get voting rights. I don't know how important that is to the investor. For me personally, if I ever get an email to vote on something as a common stockholder, I have voted a total of zero times. Maybe that needs to change. No. And then it <laughs> probably it, not. It will not make a difference. I'll and um, then the other caveat, I think you said this, but just to be clear, the dividends are paid on preferred stock before common stock. So if your main objective in investing was dividends, this would be a benefit over common stock. But like you said, a lot of times going the bond route, if you're looking for dividends, is maybe a better approach. I'm not sure. But talk to me, Quint, about let's say I did want to buy preferred stock. Personally, I have no idea how I would go about that. How does someone who's not a broker or working with an advisor, is there a way to buy preferred bonds they're or preferred traded. stocks? They're, I mean? they're traded just like a normal stock. You just would have to look it up. Uh, they're traded. They have a symbol. You would buy it n no different than an individual stock. It's not. It's a very liquid market. 
Uh, it's, you know, it's uh, easy to do. It's just not as, quote, common. So a lot of people aren't going to look at that. I think the greatest takeaway is for for 99.9% of our listeners, this is not a thing. Like, this is just it's good to know. File it away in the educational file cabinet. But this is not going to concern you. It just right. isn't. However, if you are young and you are thinking about finance as a career, this is a great example of the intricacies of corporate financing that are out there, meaning this is another way in our great country of America where con- where companies have the ability to raise capital to do the things they want to do. And there's sometimes deals that are structured in such a way that the shareholder has different rights, different opportunities uh, than they would in just going out and buying a stock. One of the things that comes to mind, and I'll allow people to research this on their own, is Warren Buffett has a history during times of great financial stress of providing capital to large companies through a type of convertible preferred type of structure. Now, when you're Warren Buffett and you have billions at your exposure, you can do this. The last one I recall, and I probably think he's done it since then, but I I recall during the financial crisis in 08 and 09, Goldman Sachs had gotten into some, like every bank, some, some difficulties. They were certainly much better off than many of the others, but they had gotten into some difficulties. And Warren Buffett came to the rescue, and he provided for them capital and the way he provided it was in a convertible preferred method. He got preferred stock that was set at a price. I think he got an 8% coupon or, or dividend or something like that. Convertible to equity at some you know price in some predetermined time. The deal was amazing. Like it was for Warren Buffett, it was unbelievable. But you know what? Goldman needed it. They needed it at the time. And that's what happens sometimes. And so it was a great, another look into all the intricacies of financing and this amazing world. And some people who are not privy to this, they just kind of chalk this stuff up and be like, well, pfft, this is, you know, fat cats on Wall Street. And this is, you know, it's how people get wealthy and the other little guy gets screwed and all. But the reality is, yes, that happens. There's no question about it. And I'm as, you know, jaded to that as anybody. But the reality is, is that this is a vast world of financing, banking, corporate, otherwise. And this is just another type of thing that happens when people need capital. I mean, I could go through things like what's called a pipe offering, a pipe offering, private investor, private equity, I think is what that stands for. I haven't seen it in a long time. And it's a it's a private share offering that companies do, secondary offerings. I mean, there's so many different nuances of the ways the way companies can raise capital. It's really fascinating. And if you're out there and you're young and you're studying this stuff, know that this is a very fascinating industry. It's not just about going out and buying and selling stocks or being a, a broker or an investment advisor. There's people whose main job is to help structure these type of deals so corporations can stay in business. It's fascinating. I love it. What would you say if a guy walked in for an interview without a shirt on and I hired him, what would you say? He must have had on some really nice pants. Anything else to add? 
think that's it. Keep those questions coming because it we helps me have things to research too. I well, it's have good. A lot to Allie's our in. head researcher for DIY Money. She's done an amazing job putting you know facts and uh, you know if you start listening to this or you're new listening to this or you've been listening, you're like, wow, their their answers are really getting detailed. Well, we finally have somebody who's really diving into this. It's not just Daniel and I going off the cuff, so it's pretty fun. I mean, it's really. I think we're really growing. We're really growing. We're maturing. Oh. We're growing up, Allie. Did you just see your own sound effect? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. We have a guy for that coin. Well, maybe Steve will cut that out. <laughs> He'll add his. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. Maybe All right, friends, listen. The secret to success is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.